is Weekly Dose of Wellness, brought to you by Memorial Care Health System. Here's Deborah Howell. Welcome to our show. I'm Deborah Howell, and today's guest is Dr. Thomas Asciutto. Dr. Asciutto is the Medical Director of Pulmonary and Critical Care Services at Memorial Care Orange Coast Medical Center. Dr. Asciutto is here to talk to us today about the health risks of vaping and e-cigarettes. Welcome, Dr. Asciutto. Thank you, Deborah. Thank you for having me today. So important to get some information, some really good information out there about vaping because it's so pervasive. What is vaping and what are the differences between vaping and cigarettes? Vaping uh, covers actually two modalities in which um, there is inhalation of substances. One is is an e-cigarette, which uh, usually has the shape of a form of a cylinder or a cigarette, and it already has a, a, a dose of usually nicotine in a liquid form that is heated, and once um, uh, consumed, it is discarded. And then there are other devices, which are vaping devices, which um, have a rechargeable battery, and you could refill the tank. So a little distinction there. The difference between vaping, which are those two, and tobacco consumption through smoking uh, is, is quite different because in the cigarettes, it is actually... Uh, you have to ignite it with fire in order for the tobacco to be consumed. In vaping, it is, it is a liquid that's heated and does not have any tobacco, but unfortunately, it does have nicotine in it. And why is vaping currently considered a public health threat in the United States? Over the summer, uh, initially in the states of Illinois and Wisconsin, there were uh, over 40 cases of lung severe lung injuries requiring hospitalization, and these patients were treated in ICUs with respiratory failure on ventilator support. And there soon after, it spread to other states, and currently is in, present in all 49 states, including Puerto Rico and the District of Columbia. Um, the CDC is recent data from November 15th. There were over 2,200 cases, and unfortunately, there were 49 deaths associated with this. Why do you think, doctor, that there's been a sudden outbreak of lung injury uh, to those that are vaping, considering that it's been in use since the 90s? The vaping, unfortunately, vaping has uh, evolved and changed over the years. Uh, most people are familiar with manufactured, commercially legal devices that uh, undergo some, at least, oversight from the FDA, but there's uh, other devices that uh, are on the streets and online dealers that are not manufactured or have any oversight. Uh, and therefore, these types of apparatus, you could actually put any substance in there. And therefore, it appears that the these other substances that are in the vaping uh, have caused lung disease. 
And in your opinion, are e-cigarettes any better for your health than traditional tobacco cigarettes? No, the, the answer emphatically is no. We know that the harms of cigarettes, you know, from the 1960s, from the Surgeon General, regarding, you know, chronic bronchitis, airway inflammation, risk of lung cancer and other cancers. Unfortunately, in, in vaping, um, the perception in the public is, oh, it's just water with some nicotine or some flavored uh, type of additive, and it doesn't have any uh, noxious uh, substances, but they do. The In vaping devices and through vaping, they have isolated substances called benzenes and volatile organic compounds that do put patients at risk for possibly lung cancer and chronic inflammation. The problem is that we've only been exposed for a short period of time, and I, I believe over the next 15 to 20 years, I think we're going to find out more about the toxic effects of vaping. Do you think the unique tobacco liquid flavors make vaping appealing, or do you attribute the interest to something else? There are the three major manufacturers of e-cigarettes uh, and vaping, and they want the public to be addicted to nicotine. Um, and they're now looking at other populations such as, you know, young youth, young teens, and even middle schoolers, where they're trying to uh, attract them uh, with, with these uh, flavor type of, of um, substances. And what happens is that they get addicted to nicotine and also exposed to the other compounds. And nicotine, at least uh, research shows, that it is damaging to to the brain, and especially in children. Mm, it's just heartbreaking. What are some symptoms of lung injury that e-cigarette users should be aware of that may indicate a need for immediate medical attention? The, the symptoms, uh, there's some respiratory symptoms and some gastrointestinal symptoms. The respiratory symptoms are, are cough, fever, some mucus production, uh, and shortness of breath. In the gastrointestinal symptoms, has been associated nausea, vomiting, and diarrhea. The unfortunate thing with all this is that now that flu season is upon us, that some of these symptoms, including loss of appetite and weight loss, will be similar for some of the viral illnesses. So you have to be very specific when you go to your doctor and have him be very thorough during flu season. So the important key issue there, Deborah, is for the physician or healthcare provider to ask about, you know, have you been using any vaping products or e-cigarettes? And the vast majority of the patients who had the acute lung injury were known to be consuming these at least 90 days prior to their illness. I have just a couple more questions for you, doctor. Is there any evidence that smoking e-cigarettes can lead to smoking tobacco cigarettes? Yes. There is data that, you know, initially some uh, individuals are introduced uh, just to, uh, you know, nicotine, uh, where they become addicted, and thereafter, um, they may be also introduced to consume cigarettes. Um, 
because of the addiction. And in your opinion, does vaping lead to an increased risk of lung cancer? Most likely, yes. The compounds that are uh, been found in uh, vaping, such as benzenes and volatile organic compounds, and in some instances, the heaters have a, a, heart, a metal, which is nickel, that is the heating device, that is well known to cause uh, increased risk of lung cancer. For now, it, the exposure has only been for a few years, but I believe in the next 10 to 15 years, unfortunately, we may find that there is an increased risk. And are there smoking cessation resources available at Orange Coast Medical Center for those who want to quit? Yes, of course. There, there has been a smoking cessation program that has uh, been uh, here for at least that four to five years we have active participation of the of the of the public coming through. Uh, has been very successful, and it's also been um, a program that that is uh, associated with the American Lung Association. For any contact for our services here, our nurse navigator Robin Phillips, and there is all this information is online for anybody who would like to participate. And what advice would you give someone who is considering e-cigarette use? I strongly recommend them to consider to stop using any form of e-cigarette or vaping. The the risk of lung disease are, are so high that these deaths uh, have been a travesty because this is all preventable. Therefore, you should stop immediately. Thank you, kind sir. Thank you so much, Dr. Ashuto, for coming on the show today. To learn more or to listen to a podcast of the show, please visit memorialcare.org. I'm Deborah Howell. Join us again next time as we explore another weekly dose of wellness. Have yourself a wonderful day.